0: Welcome to Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Today we're going to talk about pain, symptoms, and what it means to the body, and it's not what most people think. Welcome to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show, a podcast advocating wellness, life, and healing from within. With 38 years in practice, 50,000 patients, and over 1 million chiropractic adjustments, Here's your host, Dr. Daniel Abecter. My name is Dr. Daniel Abecter. I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Stay tuned. And we're going to do this show to more or less educate the public on health and wellness and chiropractic. And we're going to focus on pain and what that means to the body. So what is pain? Pain is the body's way to tell you that something is going on. Something is wrong. That there's an injury or there's a problem. Pain is an alarm. It's a warning sign. Most people don't listen to the warning signs. They don't listen to the alarm. It's like having a warning light on the dashboard of your car and not paying attention to it. The consequences are going to be severe. We need to listen. We need to listen to our body. Pain is a symptom. Symptom is a warning sign of something greater. We need to be grateful for the warning signs because it tells us that something is going on. Warning sign for a heart attack is chest pain and pain in the left arm. It needs to be addressed and if you don't take care of it, it, you can lose your life. Most people approach the symptoms by taking medication by suppressing the symptoms or the pain or the warning signs. So again it's like the oil light in your car is the warning sign telling us there's a problem and if you ignore it or if you put a piece of paper over it and you know you you're thinking the problem is not there and the problem is gone but it's not there it's not it's not the way it works it's just like putting blinders on. Imagine if somebody had chest pain from heart attack and you took a medication just to cover up the pain and just to cover up the problem. That is just not the right thing to do. When a person has a back problem most people take pain pills. They take a cortisone shot which is only a temporary fix. The usual process is at first to take medication over the counter And if that doesn't work, usually we'll go to our primary doctor and the primary doctor will give us something stronger. Something that, you know, will cover the pain better. And if that doesn't work, usually they'll refer you to a pain clinic. So that's the process today. And when you go to a pain clinic, they're going to give you some really strong medication like opioids. And that is very addictive then you become addicted to prescribed medication so it happens very quickly today we have an opioid epidemic and people are getting addicted right and left even an older person like grandma or grandpa can be addicted overnight without realizing it so uh, and i saw it in my own eyes with my daughter she had knee surgery, she had an ACL tear, and they did surgery on her, and they said to her for the next two or three days, take this medication, and it was an opioid, and after about two or three days, we stopped giving her the medication, and sure enough, she started having a reaction, sweating, and you know, really like reacting like her body craved the medication. So it's amazing how fast it can happen. of the people that are in rehab home that are addicted to drugs are addicted to prescribed medications. And it's very common, especially when you have back problems. And we see it in our office all the time. People that come in that are taking opioids for back pain. So they go to the doctor and the pain doesn't go away and they, they don't take care, they don't address the problem properly. And sure enough, they just rely on the medication. So what are opioids? Opioids are like medication like Oxycontin or Oxycodone or Hydrocodone or Vicodin. One of the most common uh, opioid is uh, morphine. And a lot of people are very addicted to that. We have fentanyl, we have heroin, we have codeine. So the definition of an opioid is basically is a material that's chemically related and interacts with opioid receptors on nerve cells in the brain and the nervous system to produce pleasurable effects and release pain. And it's very effective at relieving pain. So we see a lot of drug overdose these days, you know, uh, because of these things. 52,000 people were addicted to medication in 2015 Uh, in in 2015 12,000 people or 20,000 people died from these opioids because of an overdose so basically taking something to cover the pain is not the solution it's not it's not it's not the end to resolve the problem. What we do in chiropractic is different. Chiropractic is the leading, largest, drugless profession. And basically, it's all based on the body healing itself. And basically, not the goal is not to take the pain away when we take care of patients. The goal is to find the problem and to fix it. So that the body can heal and the pain will disappear eventually and basically you're going to get better. We have a saying in chiropractic that says the power that made the body heals the body. What does that mean? It means the power that made you can heal you if you understand how the body works. We have an an intelligence inside the body called innate intelligence that knows how to repair tissue that's damaged. And when you repair the damage, that's what healing is. And true healing is the body healing uh, by itself on its own at 100%. And it's not going to come back. When you take an opioid or a pain medication, you're fixing it. but you're not fixing the problem you're not addressing the issue Uh, so inflammation is another symptom that we can get when we have damage so inflammation if you look it up in the dictionary is the process that repairs tissue that is damaged so a lot of people come to our office with disc injuries let's say you lift weights And you tear a disc and you have a tear in the cartilage in between the bone which is the disc you can get a herniated disc or bulging disc or all kinds of variation of that and when you damage a disc it takes a long time it can take it can take a long it can take up to 10 years if you don't take care of it the right way so uh, a disc herniation is a small tear in the cartilage and it's extremely painful at times and basically limits you from doing any activities. So normally the normal time of recovery is six weeks to about six months. If you do the right thing, if, you're, if you rest properly, if you let it heal, if you don't cover up the pain with medication. So once it heals, it's going to heal at a hundred percent and it's going to be stronger than than before. Twice as strong as before if you do it the right way. It's like a broken bone. If you break a bone, your body has a way of healing that fracture, but not only does it fix it, the problem the fracture but it makes it heal twice as strong because it knows that maybe in the future there's going to be stress again in that area so it wants to make it stronger and better than before and it's the same thing with the disc i had a disc injury about 10 15 years ago and now I, I, I feel so much stronger and healthier than before that, you know, it healed. And I never took a single medication, never had surgery. I did exactly what I'm talking about. I let the body heal itself. I did the right thing. I, you know, I did everything that I had to do to get better. So here's something that you might find interesting is we need to embrace the pain, Okay. Because pain is your friend, and that's one one of the things that we tell our patients: the pain is is helping you. It's telling you that something is wrong. It's telling you what to do, what not to do. Okay, people. People come in. They say, "Well, what what should I do? How should I sit? How should I sleep? What kind of pillow should I use?" I say, I say to my patients: Listen to your body. You know how how should you sleep when you have a herniated disc? Your body's going to tell you. Well. It's better to sleep on your side with your knees bent, fetal position, or it's better to sleep on your back. Listen to your body. Your body is telling you what to do, what not to do. I have no idea what is best for you. Your body has an idea and it knows exactly what's best for you at the right time, at the right place. I have a patient uh, that injured herself in the lower back and the ankle about eight weeks ago and you know she rests for a couple days and as soon as it feels better she wants to start an exercise program and sure enough she abuses her back and she re-injures the damage so the lower back and the ankle hurts again and it continuously gets aggravated because she doesn't give it a chance to heal so she has to start all over again and she's getting frustrated because she's not doing the right thing and basically she keeps taking the medication to reduce the inflammation but again think about that inflammation is the body's way to repair tissue that's damaged so why would you want to take an anti-inflammatory to stop the process of healing that's just saying i don't want to get better i want to stop the process of healing that is just not the right thing to do but it's a typical thing that most people do. You have inflammation, oh, I want a n- anti-inflammatory medication. Or I want a muscle relaxer. Again, when you have an injury, your muscle is going to tighten up to protect you. It's a protective me- mechanism. So if you take, you know, muscle relaxer, you're going to stop the process. So is that the right thing? Again, you're fighting the body as a way to heal itself. So by taking medication, we're tricking the body into thinking it's better. And we continuously re-injure the area. And when it comes to exercise, most people are addicted. You know, they, they just can't let it go and they have to go back and go back and go back. And I see it every day. So the process, if you don't listen to your body and if you don't do the right thing, here's what happens. First thing that happens is you're going to have wear and tear and degeneration. That's going to lead two or three years or four or five years from now to arthritis. And then eventually it's going to create spurs or decay or calcification. And then the next thing is you're going to have damaged disc, And then it's going to work into a herniated disc or bulging disc and then it's going to lead to spinal stenosis which is when the spinal cord is narrowed and it presses on the cord and does not allow the communication to take place so over a period of time we're going to have more and more problems which eventually is going to lead to surgery which is fusion of the spine which is you're never going to be the same when that happens so the tip of the iceberg is the warning signs listening to your body listening to the pain paying attention and doing the right things medication pain treats the pain center in the brain so you take a medication to to reduce to the injured area to heal the injured area but it's not going there it's going to the brain and it's just shutting off the pain centers in the brain so you're tricking the body into thinking it's better when it's not so in order to get better we need to have a body that functions at hundred percent that has clear communication between the brain and the body and the tissue cells so if you're walking around with a subluxation that's going to block the messages and your body is not going to be able to heal properly because you need communication to heal it's like a reflex if you touch a stove that's hot you're going to have an immediate reflex of pulling your hand out as fast as possible. The brain just sent a message to your finger and it said, okay, it's hot there. Bring your your hand back as quickly as possible or you're going to burn your hand. If you did not have that communication system and you couldn't feel the heat, you would have your finger on the stove burning and you would not even know it. So imagine how how the body works and how fast it happens and it's the same thing with the communication so if you you have a subluxation of pinch nerve that's gonna block that communication so it's vital to make sure that you get checked for that problem if you have a subluxation of pinch nerve and it's vital to to fix it so you can get better as fast as possible so again to get better you have to do certain things you have to change your lifestyle if exercise if you're addicted to exercise you need to change that you need to do proper management you have to listen to your body and pay attention to what it's telling you and the most important thing that most people don't get is it takes time to heal I I had a lady that came to my office a couple of days ago, and she's had injuries for 20, 30 years because I can see it on the X-rays. And most people just want to get better one adjustment. They think that coming in once and correcting that problem one time is going to fix the problem. And when I explained to her, it's like braces. You know, you cannot move the teeth overnight it's a process you have to do a little bit at the time a little bit at the time and slowly and surely you can realign the teeth and the same thing of the spine you can realign the spine and then you want to wear a retainer meaning that you want to make sure that it stays that way otherwise if you don't wear a retainer when you have braces on what's going to happen to your teeth they're going to go right back to where they were before because the body has a memory and basically it's going to go back to where it was before so if we want to get better we have to understand the process we are a population that wants to get better overnight 20 years of injuries we think it can be fixed in five minutes it cannot be done it's like going to the dentist and say fix my teeth in one day that's it i have a date saturday night and i want to look good for saturday night there's no way you can bring the teeth back and change 20 years or 30 years of damage overnight it's just not possible i hope you found this information valuable I hope you have a new perspective on pain, and I hope you understand the process of what the body needs to do to get better. Look us up on Instagram, Facebook, make sure you subscribe, and make sure you share the information with your friends. Goodbye, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Please subscribe and leave a helpful review.